0: Hello, besties. Welcome to another episode of the Life We Deserve podcast. Today, I want to talk about circumstances, setbacks, and trauma, and why reframing how we think about these things is the key to creating the life that we deserve. When we are a victim of circumstance that is usually outside of our control, We don't know how to change it all the time, or sometimes we're powerless to change a circumstance. Circumstance could be anything that is holding you back from working on whatever's next. I have been talking to a lot of women lately about signing up for my course, Investi Besties. We launched. I'm super excited. Our group is getting started. Our first call is coming up. And if you're on the fence about Investi Besties, it is not too late to join You can catch up. The live call that we have coming soon is going to be recorded. So if you are thinking about it, feel free to reach out to me and get on in there. But as I'm talking to these women about how much they want to join and why they're not joining, sometimes they're talking about really serious stuff that's going on in their lives. You know, they have a mother-in-law that's making their personal life a living Help, They have a child who's recently in a DUI car crash. I mean, really serious stuff. And sometimes it is less serious things like I just don't feel like I have the time I'm putting everyone else before myself. And that's a pattern that I often have. So I wanted to talk about some of these things. I, in my journey to this place in my life have had a lot of circumstances, a lot of setbacks and a lot of trauma. And one of the reasons why a reframe is so important, so we normally cannot control these things. Sometimes these bad things happen in our lives and they're a result of our own actions and we could have controlled them. But once they've happened, once we're sitting in our own mess, there's nothing left for us to do but accept where we are and try to reframe it. One of the most important lessons I learned in my early 20s has to do with being a victim. Whenever you are blaming anything outside yourself for your situation, it puts you in a victim frame of mind. And a victim has no power. You cannot create change from a victim standpoint. So, you know, even if it's something really serious, like you got robbed and you got mugged out on the street, that's not your fault. You're a victim of that crime, yes. But standing there feeling that way, feeling like that attacked person that scared person is not ever going to serve you. After something like that happens to you, a lot of women, you know, they don't really take the steps to recover from it, but you could get up and take a self-defense class. You could start doing CrossFit and really embrace your power and start kicking and punching things. And just reframing that victim mentality in your mind is gonna make you feel powerful, make you feel like you are in charge and you can create change. Whether or not that's true, you know, learning CrossFit is not going to prevent you from ever being mugged again, but it's certainly going to help you sleep better. So talking about feeling powerless, feeling like a victim, some of my stories, most recently, I wanted to launch a coaching business. You know, it's my dream. People come to me for advice. I feel like I have a lot of important things to share. I've educated myself. i gotten a certification and I felt like who would want to listen to a real estate agent? Now, the reason I feel that way is because real estate is a negative reputation industry. It's an industry where people look down on us as really pushy salespeople. We're in the same category as telemarketers and car salesmen. And I didn't want to be anything like that. I never have. That is actually what got me into blogging and writing and storytelling in the first place because I wanted to differentiate myself from other real estate agents So I thought if I created a coaching program, it needed to be completely separate from real estate, that I needed to not have anything to do with my career as an agent, not even mention that I'm a full-time real estate agent in my coaching business. And then it it just kind of came to me that I needed to create this program, which I created in Bestie Besties, that combined my worlds of coaching and real estate into one program so that I could help women overcome their circumstances and setbacks To become the wealthy investors that they're meant to be but in the midst of that in the path from just being an agent to now creating this program i had to overcome the circumstance of being a real estate agent right i had to get in my own head and say okay you know i am not just another real estate agent i am someone with gifts and someone with real message to deliver to women about how to build wealth through real estate. I'm very passionate about that. And I needed to let that little circumstance go. When I was younger, I always felt semi-disabled because I was born deaf in my right ear. I'm still deaf in my right ear. Been that way my whole life. And it's affected me in ways that I'll never understand because I have never felt the sensation of being able to hear in both ears. It's called single-sided deafness. This has affected my balance and my athleticism. This has affected my ability to sing. It's one of the reasons I have such a deep voice, I feel, because it helps me hear the vibration of my own voice when I speak. I often talk louder than I need to in social settings. And, uh, you know, my fiance, Mike, is always telling me when someone's speaking to me and I don't even know. And there's, I was recently sharing with one of my friends that a lot of times people have even thought that I was stuck up because they're talking to me and I'm not listening to them and they don't realize that I don't even know they're speaking to me. And Lord knows how many secrets I have been told from people coming up to me from behind and whispering in my deaf ear. It's the same thing as whispering into my elbow. I can't hear you. So I really felt kind of held back in life by that. I felt less than. I felt like I was missing out on something. Those of you who are old enough to remember when we had house phones and not just cell phones. And you would have more than one phone in your house. And kids like to take a phone and put one on each ear and hold them up to both ears and talk and be like, oh my God, it's in stereo. And I just was so angry that I couldn't experience that. And how does that affect me today? Well, not a lot because I've done a lot of work on this, but definitely in certain situations I feel unequipped to deal with it. I feel like a victim, a victim of being deaf. And instead of that, I need to reframe that into a source of power. For one thing, being deaf in one ear allows me to sleep through anything and <laughs> I can turn over on my side and I can sleep through anything. It's also made me kind of introverted and able to turn inwards very easily, which is a skill. Another one of my setbacks that I had to deal with was medical issues. You know, all of us have a medical concern at some point or another in our life. All of us have people to take care of in our life or people who need us to take care of them. A lot of us are caregivers and we can allow that to stand in our way. Just the other night, we were watching, catching up on a TV show. This is us. And there's a part, I don't want to do a spoiler, but there's a part where someone who is sick is saying, I want you to live fearlessly and unapologetically the rest of your life, even though I'm sick. And that really struck me, that little piece of television content, because it's true that the people that need our help when they're sick do not want us to suffer for their illness most of the time if they love us. So it's just a life circumstance. It's a setback. Yes. And it has to take up our time and energy to deal with, whether you're caring for someone who's sick or you yourself are sick. But you also get to decide, am I going to be a victim to this situation, or am I going to take my power and show that I can provide care or receive care and go after the things that I want? It's not always possible. Some illnesses are, or disabilities are, are beyond that scope. And for those people, we just surround them with love. And I have definitely had my fair share of medical issues. I just recently got a new diagnosis, and it kind of knocks you off your feet. It does. But at the same time, I'm looking for how can I take this situation and surround myself with love and be caring and nurturing towards myself and also not allow this to put me into a victim frame of mind? How can I continue to move forward on my dreams and my goals? How can I continue to have a peaceful mindset and a state of grace inside my own body while dealing with something difficult. Another one is unforeseen circumstances. I mean, things happen. Car crashes, you know, robberies and and crime and tragedy. We lose someone. We've lost so many people in recent years that we all have felt that. I think one of the best techniques I know for getting through a time of extreme grief, and I've had a lot of grief in my life, is just allowing those feelings to be there to not try to fight through them, not try to numb over them and not to to like outwork myself so that I don't have to feel them, but to really just sit and, and slow down and be still and allow the pain to expand, allow the grief to expand, allow the rage, so much rage when you lose someone you love to expand and then pass. And it doesn't end anything when it comes to grief, that's a lifelong process, but it does allow you to function. I think big, strong emotions from setbacks and circumstances and trauma in our lives, often we're so afraid of our reaction to that big event emotion thing that we're afraid to open that box and actually feel what needs to be felt in order to process through whatever it is some other uh, more serious stuff that I've overcome. And I share my story not to make this podcast only about me, but so that you can think about where these stories relate to you. So where in your life have you had a circumstance that you can't control, stop you from going after what you want? Where have you experienced a setback and used that as the reason to give up on whatever it is that you want to do and where, do you have trauma? In today's world, we talk about big T and little t trauma, like trauma is anything that creates a wound in your psyche and anything from your past that caused you to feel like you are not enough or you are not safe or you are not loved. If you felt any of those feelings at any time, whether it was a bully at school or serious emotional neglect or physical abuse, any of those things, those are trauma. Where in your life have you felt circumstances, setbacks, or trauma that caused you to feel like a victim. For me, I always felt like I was starting out a little bit behind everyone around me. Like everyone else had like a leg up on life that I didn't have. I used to describe it like everyone's on an even playing field and I'm standing in a pit and I've got to climb out of that pit to be on an even field with everyone else. And that filled me not only with feelings of victimness, because that's a completely powerless way to view life, but also with a lot of resentment you know, and I still struggle with resentment. I find myself looking at anyone who I think has anything easier than me and I feel full of resentment for that person. But there's no power in that. There's no power in victimhood. There's no power in resentment. There's no path to what you want. You have to decide that what you want is more important than those feelings. You have to decide that the life you wanna live means more to you than being right about how you've had it hard or how it's not fair in life. When I was young, I experienced poverty. I experienced neglect, both emotional and physical. I experienced hunger and the most rawest form of abandonment that any child could go through. And as a result of that, I got a lot of big T trauma and a lot of limiting beliefs that stuck with me and are still with me in many ways. And those are things that we have to choose to work through. I I don't wanna be judged for my experiences. I don't wanna be judged for my story. I don't wanna be a victim and I don't wanna be powerless. So I like it when people can't tell that I've ever experienced any of those things because that tells me I'm not living from that story anymore. And when I got older and I started working and building a little bit of success, I started to have all these little conversations with myself about how I couldn't be a high-end real estate agent. I couldn't work with luxury homes, you know, like I was like a hood agent. I started my career, I was living in Oakland. I showed a lot of property in deep East Oakland. i showed property with bullet holes in it. And I was like proud that I wasn't scared to work in the hood. But when it came to working in a really wealthy neighborhood, I was scared. I was scared of being outclassed. I felt uneducated and not fancy enough to do any of those things. And at some point I just stumbled into it because you know what, I'm a really good fucking real estate agent. And so people want to work with me. And I started getting those million dollar clients and those high end clients. I recently sold a property valued over $5 million. You know, that's something that I never ever would have imagined was possible for this little hood real estate agent. So I just want to throw these things out there so that you can think of your own stories. And what are the areas in your life? If you've listened to this podcast, we've talked a lot about our deepest desires. What do we really want? What are those goals that we've been afraid to admit to ourselves? We really want. And then what are the circumstances in your way? Just list them out, just list them out. So they're not so scary. What are the setbacks you've had in the past? And what are the setbacks that you're afraid you're going to have again? And then finally, what are the traumas that you have around this? I coached a woman earlier this year. She's a dear friend of mine. And she is the most phenomenal health coach. She has a deep knowing. She has deep intuition. She has incredible knowledge of nutrition and holistic remedies. And she's just very, very intuitive and very, very talented at what she does. And she always talked about her coaching as like her side hustle, her little coaching business, she always used words that made it sound small. And I did not feel that her business was small. I think she's an incredibly gifted healer and I challenged her on that. And I said, you know, why are you talking this way about your business? And she shared a story about an experience with a client, a man who kind of fell in love with her and almost started stalking her. And she had to break off all contact with him. And I mean, guess what? That's a trauma. That's a trauma. You have this dream business. You have this talent. You have this thing that you want to go after. And something like that happens. It's enough to shut us down completely. Most of us, if we don't go back and deal with it. And of course, we worked on this through coaching. We created some exercises for her and she's continued to do work on her own to heal once she recognized that there was this wound here. And once she recognized the wound was there, she got mad, which I think is such a useful notion sometimes. Sometimes the fire of our anger is just what we need to get us off of our stories. I know for me, like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I get filled with resentment often. You know, I get filled like, why me? Why am I the one that has to have these setbacks, these struggles? And that resentment can really just bury me. But because I've learned to do what I said earlier and sit with that, I just let it go. You know, I just swallow in my resentment. Uh, My friend Patty used to call it a pity party. I have a pity party for myself. I just sit there and I get mad. And I think, why me? And I just let it out. and I just let it be. And it leaves me feeling a little drained, but also a little cleansed. Letting my rage flow through me like, yes, I am fucking mad. And this is not fair. And just like sitting with that, that is what allows me to clean and move through those emotions and get out the other side. All of us know someone in our lives, and I just want you to think right now, of somebody you know now or in the past who never let resentment go. They never, ever stop being a victim. All they do is complain. Every time you talk to them, they have something negative to say. This kind of person, for me, is like nails on chalkboard. It is so difficult for me to be around them. But we all know that person. And allow your knowledge of that person remind you who you don't want to be, how you don't want to live as a victim, as someone powerless to change your circumstances, to overcome your setbacks, to process and heal, work to heal from trauma we want to be an overcomer we want to be a survivor sure but also just happy and at peace and what is it that we have to do what is that internal work that we have to do to find that peace because we will not be successful in any of the goals that we set in this life without it that i can guarantee you so for all of the women who have already signed up who have trusted me enough to join me in investy besties And for every conversation that we've had by text and DM and phone call and in person about all of the things you're worried will stop you from becoming the wealthy woman investor you know you're meant to be, from having that vacation property, from having that extra money that makes you and your family feel safe and secure, I just want you to know I'm here with you. We are a community. It's a forever community, and we're never going to change that. We're always going to be here supporting each other and growing together and overcoming all of these setbacks, circumstances, and trauma as needed, ongoing, because they'll always be there. We can do it together. And, and thank you so much for all the people that have been supporting this podcast and sending me messages that it's resonated with you. I really appreciate that. I hope you guys like what we're doing here on the show. I hope you subscribe and leave reviews so we can get to even more people. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bestie, for listening to the show today. If you like what you heard, I would love it if you could review and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Also, enrollment is open for my course, Investy Besties. Go to investybesties.com for more info. That's I-N-B-E-S-T-Y-B-E-S-T-I-E-S. And finally, for more great content and to just stay a part of everything we're doing here, please join our free Facebook group, The Life We Deserve, Inspired and Wildly Successful.